The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I mean, it really does kind of make sense where you could go with this. I know. The it's more natural. you think about it, I mean, you you collect random things. I do. You're kind of a. And I like to give people random things too. I wouldn't say a hoarder, too. but you do. I am not a you're hoarder. You're a collector. You're a collector. You dance very carefully I on this line, say no. Greg Nibbler. I'm saying you're a collector, but that would work out very well for that kind of situation. The only problem you would have is the bargaining side. Well, and I wouldn't want to get rid of anything. Um, yeah, yeah. So it'd be like, <laughs> can I buy that? No, it's not for sale. So I think I changed my mind. I think we could work this out, though. I think this could be something for you, a mm. possible future. You need, you always need to have options out there. Let's talk about this. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I uh, do want to say thank you to everybody who's been voting for us for best local podcast that's by going to funemploymentradio.com clicking on sarah's big old yellow button right there we've got about a week left of voting so if you don't mind taking a second just to do that click on that button takes you directly to where you need to go and then you just enter in your email address click vote and that's it then you're you're done and you're out of there you're hot to try and you can feel good about yourself for the rest of the day it's like oh i did my good deed for the day i voted for fun employment radio for best local podcast (laughs) i don't know i'm working on things you're doing real good over there yeah i know um all right so we we have a lot of stuff that we're going to get to today that we want to talk about we want to talk about sarah's possible burgeoning new career that we're i mean i do like it's it's quite natural the location works like i really think that i just need to even what you're wearing right now works i need to buy a pop-up i mean what you're wearing right now is pretty perfect with your checkered shirt on that kind of does. I do. I mean, I you look like I need look, to be sitting in a folding chair right now. You do. Yes. So I, I need to be in a folding chair in my tent. Yeah. Sitting there, maybe I'm knitting you, or something. All right. Well, we're we're gonna talk all about this. Okay. About everything with that. Uh, before we do that, um, I just wanted to bring up something. I mean, it's and it's, since you know we do this show live, obviously we're in the morning. It's 10 a.m. on Friday, June 8th, and just to kind of take it out of the show just for a second. Uh, I just wanted to bring up what happened this morning, what we're all waking up to, and that's that uh, Anthony Bourdain uh, committed suicide, which I know that's, you know, this is a hard thing to talk about on the show. It's not something that we normally bring up here on the show, but um, it really hit me today. It's really, uh, I think that. Um, and it's it's been, I didn't realize how much it would hit me today. I think, you know, suicide's always a, a terrible thing. Um but just him in particular for me, it's it's really uh, – I'm a big fan of his shows. I, I'm not so much a fan of the, the books and, and cooking because I'm not a cook. But his shows are so amazing. No Reservations and Parts Unknown are some of my favorite shows I've ever watched. And I think part of it is just seeing that like his job to me – is like the the greatest job in the world. Yeah, what he does. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, it's what Sarah and I would aspire to do with something that's, like that to be able to travel around job. the world. Yeah, you know that that's the uh, that's the epitome, the top of where I could ever go in my career. All I could ever hope for is to do something like that, and and I think to see that and to see that that still, you know, wasn't enough for him, and with depression and all of that, you know, I guess it just really proves that you never know what's going on in somebody's life and depression does not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, it affects everybody, you know, and, and he was in the middle of filming this thing and obviously he loved what he did. Uh, you know, he wouldn't have done it for so many years without doing that, but 
it just that stuff doesn't matter you know yeah it's and if i think if you're going through something like that if you're having depression it's really really important to reach out and and find some help mm-hmm. and uh and not even just like a suicide helpline, like even just no. that people in your life. If you don't want to talk to a stranger, talk to somebody in your life that you feel like Talk you- to somebody in your life mm-hmm. talk to, or, or maybe you don't want to talk to somebody in your life. Maybe that's part of the problem. Yeah. You know, whatever it is. Or reach out to us. And, and that's what I was going to say. You know, I mean, we, we consider you guys who listen to our show, you know, if you listen to our show, you give us that time of your day to download and listen to our podcast. We appreciate that so much. And you're, you know, you're part of an extended family, Fun Employment Radio family. And if, you know, you're out there, we've had some people have written in before who have been, you know, like uh, lonely and mm-hmm. it happens a lot or, or depressed. And if you're feeling that way and you think, you know, uh, you're not in a good place, I mean, and if we're there, I mean, you can always write us, write us. Yeah. We'll, we'll write back. We will get back to you. Write us and, and tell us, you know, I mean, maybe you just need somebody to listen. Or, or you just need to write it out or and send it, whatever it is, you know. Um, yeah, s- send us a message. You know, we'll we will write you back. Mm-hmm. And I just I think that's really important. Um, yeah, I think this one is like, it's so crushing to so yeah. many. I think it's it's always such a shock when you know you definitely never know what's going on in someone's mind, and uh, to think that it, to see. This person who has a life full of adventure and everything and like that's like, just it's yeah. still from an outward perspective, it's everything everything you'd ever want. Everything you'd ever mm-hmm. want. You know, it really is. And but but that's that doesn't matter. Yeah, that on top of like Kate Spade a couple days ago. Like this is Yeah, and I, I'm I was not as familiar with her, but I understand how awful that is. Yeah. I mean in, in the in the fashion world, she was quite the icon. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, uh-huh. it's just it's a lot. Like I didn't really think because I haven't really watched anything of his that much. But I um, but I've watched like a little bit of it uh, mm-hmm. enough to the fact like I know that he's amazing at what he does and you know is a super talented person. I've seen pretty much every episode of No Reservations and Parts Unknown, except for this latest season of Parts Unknown. I'm not caught up on that. Um, but otherwise, I've I've seen every episode that he's ever done, and I love them because they're not really about like the food part is just a real. That's just kind of a vehicle for mm-hmm. a lot of it. It's, the food part's really a very small portion of his shows. Um, <laughs> pun. Um, mm-hmm. But it's more about he goes around the world and he just experiences these different cultures. And so wherever, whatever country or city he lands in, he usually has a guide or a host. And it's either somebody he already knows from the cooking world or, or from whatever, you know, because he knows a million people. Or somebody that um, – was like a fan of the show and wrote, hey, mm-hmm. you should come to, I can't remember which one it was, like Azerbaijan or something. Somebody wrote him. He's like, all right, I'm going. And he just wow. showed up and it was a fan of the show and she took him around wherever it was. And I don't remember the country, but it, just all of them are so good. I, I'll, I'll just end with this one, one of my favorite episodes ever of No Reservations. And I would recommend it to anyone, uh, regardless if you're a fan or not, because of how how incredible it was that this was this happened during the taping of an episode is in i think it was 2006 he went to lebanon as part of no reservations and i looked it up earlier it's like season 2 episode 14 or something like that and they were there just to do a normal thing in beirut and where he was meeting some people and they're going around you know checking out clubs and different things mm. in beirut and in the middle of filming then this really happened they were there you just start seeing these trucks going by these pickup trucks with guns on the back and men with uh, assault rifles and they start driving by 
and you hear it's like I believe you hear start hearing like sirens go off, and his guide there, uh, his guide, you could see look on his face. He just went from they're laughing, having a good time, to really serious, and he's like, "We need to get out of here." He's oh like, wow! And what had happened is Israel had, um, I think Israel shot missiles in, and then there was the, the Hamas was doing a bunch of stuff. Like it just became a war zone in the middle of them filming, you know, their travel show. Wow. And they had to go back to their hotel. And so they kept the cameras rolling during this whole time. And they had to hide in their hotel because there were people that were going to be coming to look for them because they're Americans. They could be, you know, they could take them hostage. And they had the cameras rolling while they're hiding and trying to sneak out. And, you know, air raids are going off and bombs are going off. It's it's a really crazy episode. Wow. That just went in. And he even says in the beginning, he's like, this is not how I thought this episode would turn out. But here's what happened. And they show. I think they turn it into like a two-hour one. Um, it, it, it's it's really great. Wow, really amazing stuff. Um, anyway, that's it. I just wanted to bring that up mainly to say if you're if you're having some issues, uh, like I said, you can reach out to us. There's uh, lots of places to go for help, and um, and yeah, and you know we love all you. Yep. We so do. that's the bottom line. All right, let's get back to our oh. to our silliness. All right, um, yes, let's be silly. Okay, we're going to get not, back to uh, doing by, what we by do. Be silly. I mean, uh, I'm figuring out my life goals. That's right. We're figuring out Sarah's There's life no goals here. About it. So let's get back to that. Uh, Sarah, in case you don't know about this, uh, this about her, she she does collect things. You you are you eccentric? Is that would would that be the right word to call? Would it be great? Do, do you consider yourself eccentric? I don't think eccentric people consider themselves eccentric. Oh, that's true. You wouldn't know you were eccentric. I think I'm just fine. You think everybody else is strange. I think everyone's just... No, everyone else is fine. Okay. Everything's fine. <laughs> so... I think I'm... I, uh, I don't know. I okay. don't know. You're right. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know. Well, regardless, though, you do like uh, collecting odd things. Uh, that's this a fair is, statement. This is absolutely true. That's fair. You okay. can take a peek in our green room. And yeah, our like... green room's getting a little out of control right now. <laughs> uh, but, yeah... Uh, uh, Eddie just said in our live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live for the supporters club, uh, I would describe Sarah as eclectic. Oh, eclectic. I like that one. <laughs> All right. So you're eclectic. I do have eclectic taste. And you also like going to um, like dollar stores or vintage stores. I, like, what would you, of the above. What would you call it? I love vintage stores, thrift stores, uh, dollar antique stores, malls, antique dollar malls. stores. Anything. I don't like – I was raised to never pay full price for anything basically. Uh-huh. And I still adhere to that. I I have to find a deal. I love it. If you know me, you know that if I find something I like, I will tell you the price of it. Yeah, it's you do. it's one of my most irritating traits because I've yeah. noticed myself doing. It. I'm like, oh, someone will be like, I like this. I like your purse. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got this at a thrift store for seven dollars. Yeah, you do that. do that. Yeah, now that you're pointing that out. Yeah, that's true. no, you'll notice it because I notice it. I'm like, why am I? Nobody cares. Why I bought this for six dollars and forty nine cents. I yeah, love it. Like, like a, I know, like someone's like, "Oh, I like your sunglasses." I'm like, I got only, I got them on discount for five dollars. <laughs> or when I go out to Gen X and get them for three dollars. Yeah. Right. Well, because of that, Sarah brought up today she uh, a possible goal. I would say, and I think maybe your a path is going a natural progression yes. of where things are, and it would be. This and I'm curious if you've ever actually gone to one. Oh, I no, I just went to one yesterday. You went to one yesterday? Yeah. We're talking about Sarah maybe becoming a flea market lady. A flea in, market in lady. In that not only shopping but running a booth. I think I just need a folding chair and a tent and I will be good to go. Now, where, where did you go to a flea market at? Uh, there's one um, every Thursday, if you live here in Portland, uh, in southeast Portland, in the parking lot of the Eagles Lodge. Oh, you're right. 
They're, they do on have one. Hawthorne. That's right. Yep. And so I went for my old lady power walk yesterday, and I was like, oh, oh my goodness, it's Thursday. I think they're having the flea market today. <laughs> that, that's right. They do have that flea market they there. They sure do. Uh, okay. You, during the summer, every Thursday, there is a flea market in the Eagles Lodge parking lot. Now, tell me about your tactics when you go to a flea market. Like, do you have something that you're it's looking for? It's very stressful sometimes because it depends on uh, the personality of the person that's running the booth. See, and this is... Because they a, can be aggressive sometimes. I think a big difference between you and I is your the experience of shopping is fun for you and finding I a bargain. It. I find it so... Uh, relaxing. See, and to me, it's the worst thing ever. Like, if I have to go buy something, I want to know exactly what it is, where to go. I'll research where the deal is, and I'll go get it. Uh, for the, for, I mean, for the most part, that's kind of how it is for me. Oh, there's you this know? tiny, and I'm like, okay, got it. I'm out, and I, I, I don't enjoy it. No, there's this store on uh, 41st and Division called Village Merchants that would be your personal hell. It is just like, it is so much. Shit stuffed into one building. That just sounds and it is stressful. Just, I love that it. That sounds stressful. I love it. Me. I will just stand there, like listening to my book on tape, and like just flipping through shirts and dresses and like, but with not that because you need a shirt or a dress. You're yeah. just going there for that ex- to look. Yeah, and who knows? You might find a treasure. I found many treasures there. That's where I found my Gremlins shirt. Oh yeah. Um, it's where I got my um my Olympic my that Olympic sweatshirt that I. The actual Olympic sweatshirt. Oh yeah, yeah. That says, That's like, true. Team you USA have found some the good back. stuff. There's yeah. some really cool shit there, and it's really cheap. And I, I like it because you know, if I can spend a couple bucks in it, like you know, get myself a little treat. Yeah, it makes me happier. So yeah. I would like well, no, to give I mean, that happiness to people. And that's fine. And that's just interesting to me that that's what gives you the, the Yeah, happiness. Mr. Jenky agrees Village Merchants is the greatest place. Yeah, it's just like you have to be in the mood, though, because it is a lot of stuff and a lot of people. So when you go in, are you expecting to buy something? Like, are you planning to, or no. it just, if it happens, it happens? If it happens, it happens. Man. Yeah, I'll just wonder. What a strange world. Why? I just, I, it's just not how I operate. Like, I just wouldn't be able to, like, to me, that just sounds like so the most stressful thing go, on like, earth. you never just go, browsing? No, never. Never. Why not? I don't know. For, for me, it sounds like, I think because I would put the expectation on myself, like, well, I have to buy something, I'm here, or... Or it's I don't know what I'm looking for, so why am I why am I doing this? Why am I wasting my time here? I don't know. It see, just and it's so what weird. I see is that like what treasures am I going to unearth? What yeah. little piece of article like what article of clothing or piece of jewelry or pair of sunglasses is going to change? Well, my it's probably world far today. more rewarding because you you can find treasures. I mean, you're treasure hunting. I am treasure hunting, and I am also I don't have a lot of money and I don't spend a lot of money. Yeah. So I just, I'm always, I'm, I'm very balanced in that. So like, I don't desire things that are, you know, like hundreds of dollars. Like I can buy something for $3 and it makes me very happy. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's great. I'm taking a look here in the chat and I've got some more questions for you too about this. Yeah. Uh, Cammy says, uh, I will actually get bummed if I don't find an exciting new treasure at a flea market. Yep. So me it's too. a it's a down. Yeah, and Rick downer. Rutherford's uh, uh, talking about the flea market in Rock uh, in Rockwood. Holy shit, I went to that one. That is, that is... He says the word horrific, and I absolutely agree. That is gnarly out there. See, and that's what I wanted to ask about some of those. No, I like the more kitschy ones, not the ones that actually would literally have fleas in them. Like, <laughs> the one in Rockwood had, like, dirty clothes and, um, like, stolen, like, fully removed from the cars, like, tape decks. Oh, what are those and kinds people's, of things? Yeah, and, like, people's CD booklets with, like, you know, Susan on the, like, Written on each CD. I have a couple of CD booklets that probably ended up in a flea market. Yep. And that, that's the flea market in Rockwood. Yeah. It's just all stolen car stereos. Yeah, I lost like 120 CDs, CDs one and time. dirty clothes. Yeah. yeah, okay. 
Yeah, well, that's that the, that's the thing. The kind, though, I even but that's the thing limits. you have to have deal limits. with, though. Yeah, you'd have to deal with that kind of stuff because you'd be in the thick of it. Mm. I don't know. I don't think I. I, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't quantify myself as a Rockwood flea market. <laughs> oh, you think you're a little bit above that? I think that. I'm above a Rockwood flea wow. market. Wow. Getting yeah, a little I'm sorry, judgy. I'm not, yes, it's true. I'm not breaking into people's <laughs> cars and then selling their shit. <laughs> I mean, you never know. I mean, if it gets hard enough. Uh, okay. So so you've been there. Did you go to flea markets as a kid? Um, yeah. Well, go, went to like marketplaces, but we went to thrift stores and like when we would go to Spain, or Mexico, like we'd always go to the. Um, my mom thought it was very important for us to like go and see the culture of every place that we mm-hmm. start. So we would go into like central town, like where the tourists weren't, and go into yeah. whatever the central parts of the towns were, and go, go to, to the those marketplaces, market. yeah. yeah, and yeah. get like fruits and vegetables and you know knickknacks, whatever. Yeah, my mom is like that. She loves to haggle. Like she will haggle all day long until she gets the price that she wants. Like she's really good oh, at it. Oh, I hate. Haggling, it is the worst. See, but worst. that's what I'm talking about. This is what you're going to have to deal with, though. Because no, because I, I just be the worst at it. No. But then I you're not going to sell anything. price. No. If there isn't haggling. I went to one yesterday and there wasn't haggling. But there would have been if you, did you try to haggle? No, but everything on the table that I liked was a dollar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I'll give you 50 cents. Yeah, okay, if it's a dollar, yeah. I mean, at that point, it's not really worth the haggle. I bought two rings, both of which turned my fingers green and no less than 10 minutes. See that? <laughs> Classy. Um, so you're getting poisoning off it. All right. So no, oh, it still stays. You have you to work, see. though. You have yeah. to work, though, on the haggle. Because otherwise, I mean, if you're going to make this your business, you have to mark the price up high, expecting to come down a little bit off of it. Or then the bonus is getting somebody to pay the ridiculous price that you actually put on it. So you're going to have to work on your I haggling skills. I think that I'd skills. be good at convincing people that things are worth more than they are. All right, why don't you try to sell me on something? Like, what What do you have here that you want to sell um, that I would be interested in? What do we well, have? Well, you would be, you're not interested in anything. I'm not you're interested in anything. You're right. Yeah, because I wouldn't spend any money. Worst. I'll pretend I'm interested in things. So show me something. There's nothing that. All right, I'm looking around right now, and I know the camera is, uh, we have the camera going for the supporters club. You can't see what's in front of Sarah. There's a bag of chips. There's a. Well, I know you'd be interested in chips. Somebody. Uh, well, yeah, but see, then I would I would pay whatever it was. Say it's the sunglasses. You don't like these sunglasses. No, well, I don't like. We're pretending you're actually not also a well, flea market person, give, and I'm not buying. Well, I don't want to give them to you. See, this is why you'd be terrible I at know, flea markets because I would have something. So, what you'd have your me. treasures out there? Somebody and then you'd would just try be like, them no. on, and I'd be like, "Oh, those look cute on you. Never mind. I want them back." <sighs> yeah, I'd be the worst. What you try to take them back? Yeah, I'd probably be like, "Oh no, that's not for sale." <laughs> What, get mad at them for coming up even though you have it out there for yeah, sale? Yeah, that's what I do. Whenever I get rid of clothes, because I, um, I, well, usually about like once a month I'll donate a bag of clothes because I have a lot of clothes. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll just have to go through and then just like not look through them again because if I let it sit out for more than like a couple days, I'll just start picking through. I'm like, well, I still like this. <laughs> I, and I'll pick it out and then I only have like two items that I'm bringing. So it all ends up back on back the floor. In, yeah, and back on, it is on the floor. It is on the floor. <laughs> I don't have enough furniture to, um, to keep all of my clothes, so it's just mountains of shirts. Mountains of clothes. Just a collector, not a hoarder. All right. So let's pretend that pair of sunglasses is all right. a set of aviators that I really want. Okay. Or that I really like. I like these sunglasses. So what's what's the price on it? All right. these I, I would sell these to you for uh, $6. <laughs> you should charge more than $6. Oh, I should? Yeah. Are they worn or not worn? Um, I mean, these are vintage. You know that, right? These are based on the ones that, um, what's her name? 
Wait, like, no, you you should be charging more than six. Okay, fine, six bucks. All no, right. no, right. I don't want to sell no. for six dollars. No. I said sixteen. I said sixteen. 16. Uh, all right, so I, I can I see them? All yeah, right, so we're here. Sure we're, we're trying this right now. So you're at your you're at your booth. I'm walking up, mm. and we're gonna talk here for a minute. All right, all right. So, um, yeah, how much are those uh, sunglasses? Hi. Oh, these ones right here. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're so lucky you got here when you did. I just put these out. Uh, these are going for fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. Yeah. Did you want to take a look at them? Um, yeah, I'll take a look. Yeah, they're pretty great. Yeah. So, um, they're based on the ones that Audrey Hepburn actually wore in <laughs> no <thanks>. at Tiffany. <laughs> That's how oh, you're wait, no, you're supposed to, never mind, they're supposed to be in yours. Uh, they're based on the ones that, that Paul Newman wore in, um, Cool Hand Luke. <laughs> what? Wasn't he in Cool Hand Luke? <laughs> I guess, I... Uh, oh, Paul Newman! You say how Everyone old do you? Paul how <laughs> old do you think I am? Is it like Paul are you implying? <laughs> I feel feel like Paul Newman as an icon is a little bit of a different generation I than I am. I thought that would be pretty cool. I guess, yeah. Who wouldn't want to be like Paul Newman? I I suppose. What's wrong but, with Paul Newman? <laughs> that's nothing wrong with Paul Newman. Who? What am I supposed to say? Like, oh, these are the ones that uh, that guy who died in the car crash. That you know, he wore them in those. What, Dean, what's his name? No, Paul Walker. Paul, oh, Paul. Oh, my God. Okay, so you're giving me Paul Newman or... Yeah. Paul Walker, who died in a uh, car accident. Okay. Well, $15 is... Yeah, I, I think I'm okay with Oh, these. you should try them on, though. I think they look, they look really good on you. Yeah, I feel like... Why don't you just try them on? Yeah, I'll try them on. Yeah, I mean, they're really well-crafted. Those were handmade. Um... Yeah, by small I think children 15, in a different country. I mean, I'll tell you what, I'll give you five for them. Oh boy, I just couldn't let them go for five. I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, I just put them out. I know that somebody's going to want them, you know, apparently more than you. Uh, yeah, well, okay. Yeah, fine. <laughs> You're just not going to get the sale? <laughs> like, I will how much, hold out. How much did you pay for these? Like $8, I think. Not in real life, oh. like your fake ones. Wait, how much should I pay for them to get them? Yeah, say you paid four bucks. Why can't them. I just say I got I paid eight dollars? Okay, fine. You got eight eight dollars. So yes. you're trying to sell them for fifteen. So I just went five. Yeah, so I'd be losing money. Yeah, but you're also losing the seven dollars sale. So you're also losing a sale. Like you want to make some money in here, right? That's not losing a sale if you're not buying anything. Who else is going to buy them? Nobody's going to buy those. Somebody's going to. Nobody's going to pay fifteen dollars. Other people for those are cooler than you and know who Paul Newman is from Cool Hand Luke. Nobody's going to pay fifteen dollars for what are clearly an eight dollar pair of glasses. So I just offered you five. Well, I said no. Say you, but you have to sell. <laughs> Your job is to sell. At the end of the day, you can't just say no to everyone. How about this? How about this? <laughs> I will give. I, I will let them go for twelve dollars, and I'll also give you this empty bag of sun chips. What? This empty bag of sun chips. I'm throwing it in. That's a little inappropriate. What you're doing. I don't you want go. your empty bag of chips. No, come back at me with a different offer. I said twelve dollars. Okay, well, not with your bag of chips talk. Uh, $12. Why not? Why can't I be my own haggler? Um, why can't I be my own? Like, why are you telling me what I can't do? Because you're weird. You're not going to work. It's not going to work. There's the crazy lady that tries to give you empty bags of chips and won't bring down Then I'd be like notorious, just like the orange van from yesterday. Like, Remember, though, this is your living. You have to make money on this. You can't just spend all day saying no to somebody. Well, I can tell that you are a penny pincher. This Sir, is true. Good day. <laughs> so you're kicking me out of the booth? You would never, you wouldn't, you shouldn't even be in the booth. I, you would have got me at 10 bucks. I would have bought them for $10. To, you know, that was where I was going. Wow. You could have sold them to me for 10 bucks, 
and he would have made a profit. Of $2? Well, I don't know why you're paying $8 for those glasses. They weren't worth it. They, they're totally worth it. No, those are $4 aviators. Imaginary aviators. Wait, are you talking about my actual glasses? I'm talking about the, the aviators. Because that's really mean about those glasses. I like these glasses. And I did pay $8 for them. What's wrong with my glasses? Nothing is wrong with your glasses. I just don't know. If you want to be a flea market lady, I think you need to, you need to work on it a bit. I should wear the sunglasses the whole time. I mean, are you prepared for that lifestyle? Yes. Of showing up every day? Yes. And dealing with the people around you? And fighting no. for your booth. Yeah, that's true because you're not friends. You're like frenemies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you fight for the booth. I mean, flea yeah, market. Yeah, when I went to the flea market yesterday and the booth that I went to, that lady, she was like, she was the toast of the town. Everybody mm-hmm. else was kind of glaring at her. Well, she had all this jewelry. And so everyone was over there like, ooh, jewelry. And then there were all these like sad, older, like white men like sitting in their booths with all of their like American flag shit just like with their arms crossed. Oh, yeah, the all, angry guys. Looking all pissed. Pissed. They were pissed. Um, well, yeah, so you have to get used to that kind of lifestyle. You have to be ready for that. I mean, flea market, like I'm thinking of some of the flea markets that we used to go, because we went to a lot of them when I was a kid. There was mm. one in uh, Salem. I think it was out by Lancaster. It was it was kind of a crapple where it's like, uh, you know what? I could probably buy some really seedy shit in here if I knew who to ask. Oh, boy. Like one of those kinds of things where it's a really big warehouse with just row after row. Oh, people I don't with like their cardboard those. Tables. I like outside markets. I feel too, too contained in those big warehouse ones. You know, now that I think about it, actually, those were kind of fun, though, because you, you really can. You, you see everything. Have like been to any kind of the work. Mexican flea markets out in um, in Gresham? Yes, yeah, I, I have before. Are, those ones are pretty cool. Yeah, those are those are pretty good. A lot of uh, Jesus candles and shirts. So many Jesus candles yeah. and a lot of knockoff sunglasses. Yes, yes. I love it. Yeah, those are good. Um, let's see. Oh, Mike is saying you could add a sword to your collection or add to my add to my sword collection. That's true. Oh, Carrie said that she'll be a flea market lady for me. Okay, you guys can both. Be and then flea I'll have to bring Cammy too because Cammy can barter. Okay. Uh, she'll be the barter one, and you'll you'll go find the treasures. Yeah, maybe you could. What would your flea market uh, table be called? Would you have oh, a name for it? Oh, uh, Sarah's treasures. Sarah's treasures. <laughs> all right. Wow. I really You're went for it all with out. the creativity. Really going all out there. It was Sarah's be, treasures. I'm trying to think of like things that I would sell from my house. I just have yeah. What really would you sell odd... other than sunglasses? Which you would never sell the sunglasses because let's be honest, you will never give it up a pair of your sunglasses. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I'll sell All you'd end up doing is just buying stuff from everybody else and not selling back. anything. I'd buy them back. I've done that before. What? You'd sell it and then buy I it have, back from Warren? I have You're done a terrible that business person. When I have donated something to like a thrift store before and then I regretted it and I saw it and I bought it back. <laughs> I can't say that I'm surprised that that's happened. I'm just more surprised that you admitted that you've done this. What did you buy back? A shirt that I liked is a straight. <laughs> you saw the shirt that what? You came back like the next day? It was like a week later, and I'm just like, God, I really like that shirt. And you came back to go look for it. Yeah, and it was there. Nobody had purchased it. Nobody had bought it. Oh, did that make you kind of sad? No, it's okay. That nobody else wanted oh, well. that? What pissed me off is this is why I never bring my clothes ever to Buffalo Exchange, because you know how people do that to try and like sell their clothes? Yeah, but Buffalo Exchange is a, is a secondhand store, but it's kind of more of a... Hip. Upper end, yeah, like a, a hip, yeah, uh, yeah. So, um, I I brought in some clothes to sell one, and they bought like they took like one of my things. They're like, oh, we'll get rid of the rest of your clothes for you. We'll just donate them to charity. I'm like, okay. And you know what I saw? 
when I went back in a couple days later, those fuckers took the clothes that they said weren't good enough and were selling them. Of course they did. Those dirty liars. Yeah. Dirty liars. Yeah. But see, that's good flea market business. Being a dirty liar? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's there's a seedy a- atmosphere to it all. I mean, you're trying to get money out of people for stuff that's really most likely not worth very much. <laughs> Jay said I should get my kids out to the flea market. Childhood memories and building up that immunity. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of dirty stuff that goes on in the flea markets. Um, I think uh, <laughs> Scarface and Tupac blankets make make up at least 60% of flea market oh, sales. Oh, my God. They <laughs> totally do. Oh, the blankets. Yo, yeah, the rug people. Yeah, the rug people and then, like, just the throw the throw blankets. Yeah, Yeah, that's the true. throws. Well, maybe we should make an excursion to and a like flea market. And, like, with Marilyn Monroe or, like, Betty Boop. Nope, it's Betty Boop shit is oh, everywhere. yeah. yeah. Who buys Betty Boop stuff? There's Betty Boop people out there. You know, Are there some still people Betty listening Boop to people? this show right now could be Betty Boop people. You know, there's Tasmanian <gasps> Devil people. You know who people? I can see being a Betty Boop person? Who? <laughs> Doug. Doug. Yeah, you think Doug is? Mm hmm. Because he has all those like old old cars and things. Because old car people seem like they like Betty Boop. Are Doug and Kendall listening? I don't know if they're listening right now. Okay, so Doug has just been called out as possibly a Betty Boop person. I think that he might be a Betty Boop person. Okay. Why, why, I think why Jay might that? be a Betty Boop person. Okay. So I think you Betty think it's Boop was that... associated with, like, uh, I just picture it with, like, old, like, cars. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, so you picture... <gasps> Cammy found a snork? Do oh, you know the snorks. snorks? Yes, I do know the snorks. Oh, my God. Yes, I know the snorks. I thought that might have been on my fancy TV. I no, know. it was on, uh, no, it was on something I could watch. Um, and, uh, yeah, F- F- F-E-R flea market meetup. Hmm, maybe we should do a flea market day. We could ride our bikes out to a flea market. We could do a bike trip, mm-hmm. a biking and flea marketing and, and drinking day. I like all of those things. If you're interested in sponsoring a Fun Employment Radio biking and drinking and flea marketing day, send us an email, funemploymentradio mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Actually, that could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know I'm down. Uh, Eddie is saying, I see Doug more as a Yosemite Sam guy. Oh, boy. Yeah. With, with the, the mud flaps that say back off. Yeah. No, I'd see the Playboy <laughs> or the Playboy ones. <laughs> the, the Playboy mud flaps. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I don't see that. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get an angry message from Doug sometime later today. (laughs) All right, so. I swear, I don't think I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure I'm calling the Betty Boop thing. Calling Betty Boop. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, so uh, if I had my flea market thing, which, I mean, let's be honest, I will at some point. I guess I could get rid of, I have, like, lots of weird dolls. Because people give me weird dolls, and then I just purchase them. Yeah. I have, like, doll heads. Oh, I have like Kleenex boxes that it made that are made of like doll heads and weird pieces of art. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And books. I have tons of books. Shoes. I have shoes from high school still. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a hard time. I don't think you're gonna make it as a flea market lady. Mm-hmm. You're just never gonna give up your treasures, and you're terrible at bargaining or uh, haggling. Yeah, and I don't really want to sit in a parking lot all day. Okay. Well. Maybe this is career ruined. I think we figured this out. I'm glad we worked it through before you just went full force into it. Yeah. You haven't bought your cardboard table yet. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't buy the folding table. I haven't written out the signs like uh, this table, one dollar only. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I'm glad we got that all worked out. Thank you. Yep. And that's what this show is. It's trying to slowly figure out who we are one day at a time. One day at a time. By ruling things in and out. Or it'll all be used as evidence at at a future trial. All right. So. Maybe we should do some World of Crazy. I think we should. Okay. Okay. Because I just don't feel crazy enough right now. (laughs) 
Cami is saying, I'll donate some old wall art and furniture to your cause, Sarah. No, because that will end up here in our studio, and our studio needs to be cleaned out. This is where we should have the flea market. Come in and buy Sarah's junk she's brought into her green room. It's getting out of control. I do still have all the dolls It's in too, yeah. There it, isn't too much. We need to clear out some of the That's, treasures that you've that brought That is... There are a lot of things. There's a lot of things. Like, there's those weird antlers that I found that I just kind of brought and left here. Yeah. I don't know where I got those. I can't remember. And why are they here? Because I didn't know what to do with them, and I didn't want them at my house, but I found them. All right. I'm going to give you... No. You do not give me an ultimatum. I'm going to give no. you till Wednesday of next week no. to clean up some of that stuff. Otherwise, I'm going to go live online and shame you as I film it. Then I'll go into your basement. That's my own house. Why would that have any? And by the way, a bunch of our shit's in my basement, too. Fine. Go to our basement. You know how much, how many boxes of things I have that Sarah said, no, we can't throw that away. No, we can't throw that away. And now it just sits in my basement. Well, because your people pink get guitar, us things. Your pink Vegas guitar that's in oh, my, my basement. Oh, my God, from like seven years ago? Yes. I have so much of your junk in, my, in the basement of my house. But then we have all these nice things that people have given us, and we can't get rid of well, them. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the extra Greg does, bonus Greg's things you bring in. Greg's ungrateful for the treasures that people give him. No, I'm talking about the things you bring in. The antlers that we have no purpose for. Here, I'm going to grab those real quick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why these exist. Why did you get antlers? Well, because I think they were in my... <laughs> Like, what are you going to do with that? It's a set of mounted, know. like... It just, it's just mounted random Small antlers. antlers, like an antelope antlers or something. Are they antelope antlers? I don't know. They look too small to be a deer. But they're, like, weirdly mounted. Like, why would they just have the antlers with that? Why do we have that? Oh, uh, Mike says, give it to Orange Van Guy. Well, I do need to give an update on oh. Orange Van Guy. So Greg, you should put this on the front of your truck. No. No, I won't. <laughs> Uh, Orange Van Guy, if you listen to yesterday's episode, because I talked about it. So I did get him, end up going and posting on Reddit after the show. As of now, there are like 90 comments on that thing. And it's from people all over the city who know this van. And and it's it's everywhere. This van is everywhere. Oh, cool. We pop up now. When you type in Orange Van Southeast Portland, uh, episode 2025 pops right up. Awesome. On Google. Uh, all right. Oh, can I sing? These are white-tailed deer antlers. Are they? They just seem too small, but uh, Cammy would know. They're very pretty. So wait, let me let me finish this up just to just okay. to give the uh, recap. Uh, oh, 90, 103 comments. I haven't even read all these comments of people, and there's entire there's an entire section dedicated to artwork around the orange van. And what? again, you can see these pictures on yesterday's episode or on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. They're everywhere. Yeah, and somebody took the picture that I made or that I took. And turned it into like this, like basically they're taking them and photoshopping them and turning into like art mosaic things, pictures. Oh, so there's, wow. there's a whole thing around this, um, around this van. It's like, pretty amazing. It is a famous, famous van. Oh, I bumped into uh, our buddy from uh, Small Souls, Brian. Oh, nice. Uh, when I was on my, again, old lady power walk yesterday, right before I went to the flea market. And uh, he was saying... Uh, that the orange van, he's like, I just saw the orange van like the day before yesterday, like right down the street in your neighborhood, in my neighborhood. Wow. That's what he said. He said it was parked like um, like between Belmont and Hawthorne. Like, it's all uh, over like the place. This 50th. is a famous yeah. van now. Oh, it sure is. Yeah. Wow, look at all of that. All right. All right, you ready to go? Yeah, sorry, I was distracted by the orange van. Yeah. 
Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome. Do my world crazy. Crazy. Wow, that was really lackluster, crazy. Greg. Hey, have an update from a story that I had last week about in Canada, where the woman had, where the, the feces were falling from the sky, and it <laughs> yes. fell on the woman. When yes. She had her um, car, the skylight open. Uh-huh. So a woman in Kelowna, Canada, has now said that she has contracted pink eye after her car was hit with human poop from an overhead plane. That's just the worst. It's like that story just keeps getting worse for her. Poor lady. Susan mm. Allen and her son Travis were waiting at a traffic light, enjoying the spring weather with the sunroof open last week, or excuse me, last month. Uh, then a nasty slush of sewage and lavatory chemicals started raining down from the heavens. Onto her car, uh, onto her car, and the car next to her. Unfortunately, her skylight was open. The car next to her didn't have one, so it fell. She said it was. It came through my sunroof, all over my seat, in my face, down my shirt. It was disgusting. It smelled so bad that her son immediately vomited. Uh, when she looked up through the poop-soaked sunroof, she saw a plane flying from above. So, uh, so Transport Canada is still investigating the incident, but now she is saying she's even more pissed because now she has pink eye. From the human feces from the sky. I mean, did it fall directly in her eye? I'm, how much was it? It fell in her eyes. That does suck. Wow. Yeah. That is, that's a, like that's, that's a shitty day. But yeah, I know I had to, I mean. Don't. Make the clicky noise. Well, sewage tanks in airport bathrooms are supposed to be dumped into specific airport facilities, according to Transport Canada, could leak and freeze into the plane's exterior, known as blue ice because of the disinfectant's bright blue color. The frozen disinfectant poop can melt off the plane and fall onto innocent bystanders as the aircraft descends. Susan Allen says, all I want people to know is that it is quite devastating to be covered in poop, and I hope it never happens to anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Poor lady. <laughs> now she has suck. other people's poop in her eyes and that give her pink eye. That's how you get it. Remember, I got pink eye from a bowling alley in San Diego. <laughs> I probably should have just said that out loud. I realized, I realized taking it out of context, I was like a Mike Rice thing. I got bit by a police horse. I bought Long John's on Canal Street. <laughs> I got pink eye from a bowling alley in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> that really did sound true. <laughs> I did, though. <laughs> I did get it from I got there. pink eye from a bowling ball in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's true. All right. True story. All right. Well, speaking of... Uh, well, this isn't quite the same thing as flea markets and thrift stores, but this is about a pawn shop. Uh, I, don't, I don't do pawn shops. Pawn shops depress me. I never... I'm not a big pawn shop person either. No, I've never been into a pawn shop. I don't want to go into a pawn shop. I don't want people... I don't want to see people's dreams on the shelves because they're trying to, like, just make their ends meet. That you made it real me. sad. It is sad. Oh, my God. It's depressing. All I right. I know. Investigators are on the lookout for a man and a woman in New Orleans accused of theft after... Get this. They took a television from... A shelf at a pawn shop took off the stickers and then sold it back to the store without the store noticing. <laughs> yes, so it's this, it's a couple, uh, Don Adams and Dana Carter. That's pretty Carter. smooth. They were captured on surveillance camera during uh, May third. So this was May thirty first during the afternoon theft. It occurred about five o'clock at, at the pawn shop. 
Uh, Adams and Carter entered the shop, and then Carter walked to the electronics aisle, took a television from the shelf. She was then seen removing the price stickers from the television. She then brought it to the front counter where she was able to pawn it for $175. <laughs> I mean, you don't know your own you don't know inventory. Your inventory. Yeah. But uh, because they are true geniuses, uh, they had to use an ID card to make the deal. So wow. that's how they were easily identified. So they're still trying to find them. Why'd they even try to pawn it? Why didn't they just sell it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. This is. Were I mean, they planning it, on doing it again? Just keep on going. And just keep going back, and then yeah. just take it to wait for him to like put it back on the shelf, and then they walk back over, take the stickers off, do it again. Yeah. Oh, I have another TV. <laughs> That's my story. Out of Georgetown, Kentucky. Just sound that out there. Samsonite. A Kentucky state police trooper, a retired state police colonel, and a county coroner have been accused of several crimes, including transporting moonshine and eyeballs. People still drink moonshine, huh? Wait, eyeballs? I was focused on the moonshine there. I didn't. Sounds like the setup for a joke. A Kentucky state police trooper, a retired state police colonel, and a county coroner coroner have been accused of several crimes, including transporting moonshine and eyeballs. It's just the weirdest sentence. All right. I just had to. News outlets report that uh, Scott County Coroner John Goble and retired state police Lieutenant Colonel Mike Crawford were indicted yesterday on multiple counts of receiving stolen property, including eyeballs. What's going on? The charges stem from a theft of $40,000 worth of ammunition and weapons. That's how they got cut. State police began investigating the theft in December and placed Master Trooper Robert M. Harris on unpaid leave because he, too, was involved. He's accused of providing stolen items to Goble and Crawford. What about the eyeballs, though? Goble is accused of transporting donor eyeballs and moonshine, as well as 90 oxycodone tablets. He was taking people's eyeballs. Where, what, there's black market eyeballs? Are there black market eyeballs? Oh, my God. We used to, uh, our studio was next to that eye bank for a while. Yeah? Which I didn't know that it was an eye bank. I thought it was just a bank, but it had, like, an eye name. What, did you try to go in there, or? No, what was it called? It's, like, Lion's Eye or something. Lion's Eye or something, eye or something. something. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't know that there were such things as, like, eyeball banks. I didn't, that I knew of, but black market eyeballs, that's... Where are they coming from? I don't know where they're coming. Uh, maybe that's not a question we need to know. Maybe that's not a question get involved that needs an in answer. That. Anyway, black Why is boss. moonshine still a thing? There's so much liquor everywhere. I think people like making it. Yeah. I don't know. All right, and finally, out of Norway, because Norway is a magical place, and a Norwegian company has now announced that it's going to give employees paternity leave. For new pets. They call it paternity leave. Isn't that great? So if employees at this company, so this is a Norwegian Fun Employment pets. Radio will not be honoring paternity leave. A Norwegian pet supply company is giving employees paid time off to bond with their new pets when they get them. Musty Group is the largest pet supply company in the oh. Nordic countries. Oh, it's, more a, than, it's a pet supply? Okay. Yes, yeah, so more than more 1,500 sense. employees began offering paternity leave to employees, which consists of three paid days off when people get a new dog or cat. 
No, somebody's Must, abusing it and just keeps on getting more animals. Musty Group CEO David Rodenberg says the first few days a puppy is in a new home are vital to getting used to its new owner and new environment. He says depending on the needs of each pet, the first days spent together can be rather intense and sleepless nights are more than familiar to pet parents. I think that's very nice. So they're trying to encourage other people to give paternity leave. What are you doing over there? I want a dog. Oh my god, you have your crazy eyes. I'm done talking. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. How does it feel like it's so late, but it's so early, but it feels like we've been here forever, but not at all? I got to go do another show. Good luck with that. I got pink eye from a bowling ball in San Diego. (laughs) (laughs) I got hit by a police horse. (laughs) Uh, The only thing I have for ball talk is that the Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup. Oh, they did. They did. They won last night. Cool. So the Vegas Golden Knights uh, didn't go all the way to win uh, the Stanley Cup, but Washington got their first ever, I believe it's their first ever Stanley Cup, NHL championship, or at least first in a long, long, long time. So Alex Ovechkin got his, and uh, Cleveland is going to be swept, I believe, this weekend by the Golden State Warriors. I so I think you. the Golden State Warriors are going to win the championship on what day? No, I licked my oh, own today. ding dong. He just didn't want it afterwards. <laughs> no, I licked my own ding dong. He just didn't want it afterwards. Where did you find that? No, I licked my own ding dong. He just didn't want it afterwards. <laughs> no, Greg, Greg would actually just lick my ding dong. Okay. <laughs> Gavin, can you work up an Enrique Iglesias cover? For tonight, I'm fucking you. <laughs> what? Why, why would I say that? No, I licked my own ding-dong. He just didn't want it afterwards. You sound kind of drunk in this one. Gavin, can you work up an Enrique Iglesias <laughs> cover? For tonight, I'm fucking you. <laughs> no, Greg, Greg would actually just lick my ding-dong. Okay. All right. All right. That's enough of that. All right. Are you too grown up for that now, Greg? Yes, I'm too grown up for that. Yes. All right, let's... Uh, were, you, were you trying to mute my computer? Yes. You're ridiculous. Let's wrap it up for the day. <laughs> How you doing over there? What a day, what a day. What a day. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really, really, really do appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, thanks. If you can, uh, throw us a vote, funemploymentradio.com. Click on the big old yellow button and pick up your tickets for next weekend. Next Sunday, June 17th, we will be live at Landmark Saloon. At noon o'clock Pacific time. Yes, come hang out. You can get your tickets right now, funemploymentradio.com slash experience. That's slash experience. Go there and uh, you can pick up your tickets. It's a limited supply, so get them while they're, while they're there and uh, come hang out with us next weekend. It'll be fun. We'd appreciate it. We would. It'd be a good day. And yeah, I think that's about and it. And all that's true. And all of that. Um, also, all of this. I want to give a shout out to my girl, Lily, who's uh, having a little surgery this weekend. Love you, Lily. Yep. Maybe she'll actually get around to listening to the show. That's why I said it, because she's going to be at home for a while. 
when she's not listening to your fake band. Oh, yay. Vicky said that she'll be there. Yay. Sweet. All right. Well, like I said, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We really, really do appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, everybody have a good weekend. And if you are still around here, tune in to me live in one hour, noon Pacific time. Here on June 8th, I will be live on Digital Trends social media platforms, all of them, uh, talking about movies and television and things and stuff. It'll be fun. I'll be there. It'll be fun. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow or Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Bye Are we first. going early on Monday? Yes. One okay, hour real early. quick. We're going one hour earlier on Monday Oops. than normal. So Monday will be 11 a.m. Pacific time. Monday, 11 a.m. Okay. Yes, that would Mark be wonderful. All right. Okay, okay bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. 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 No, I licked my own ding-dong. He just didn't want it afterwards.